Coming up. Yeah, I know that might hurt. You might say, oh, yeah. You know, you might not want to feel that. But don't, don't. I'm just a messenger. I'm telling you what the scripture's saying. Amen. The scripture is telling us what causes the quarrels and the fights among us. It's evil desires within us. You have not because you ask not. And you have not because you ask not. James Virgin. Yes. And you have not because you ask not. But now, now I live as a Christian. Now I hope on, not float on. That's what I do. I hope on now. Christ Jesus is the center of my hope in life. Amen. My character is becoming more like his. The fictitious Leo the Lion doesn't dictate who I am anymore. Yeah. I'm a Christian, a child of God. Amen. That's who I am. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. It is extremely important for followers of Jesus Christ to know how to live out our faith, especially in midst of strong spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and habitual forces that try to keep us from doing it successfully. Join Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn as they unpack some key and helpful principles from Apostle Paul's message to the churches in Galatia. Here's the fourth message in the series, The Old Way Doesn't Work. But we're ready to get into our message for today. Again, the series is entitled Message to the Churches in Galatia. And today's subtopic is The Old Way Doesn't Work. Hmm. I'm going to let that sit with you a little bit. (laughs) The old way. The old way doesn't work. Okay. All right. So we're going to get into this lesson today and... And so one of the first questions we got to ask, and, I, and if you haven't figured out what the old way is, we're going to address that right now. So on your outline, write this down. What is the old way? <laughs> <laughs> what is the old way? Man. I'm going to give you two things that it is. Uh, number one, for many, it's trusting human effort. For many, it's trusting human effort effort Man. Um, they, they are trusting their own ability it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a person's strive for perfection which we can never meet but uh i'm trusting my ability to get to the perfection that's in and no you, you can't get there anyway galatians <laughs> galatians 5 3 says this uh, i'll say it again if you are trying to find favor with god by being circumcised you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. All right. This is Paul's letter again to the churches in Galatia. And Paul is saying, he says, I'll say it again. <laughs> well, he had to <laughs> he say said, it before, right? Yeah, he had to say it before. <laughs> yeah. He says that uh, being circumcised, and that's a, that's a human effort, and that's a human endeavor, that's a mm-hmm. fleshly effort. Mm-hmm. And he's spe- speaking specifically to... The, some of the stipulate one of the stipulations of the law in the Old Testament, and um, and one of them was circumcision. And and Paul says, if you're trying to find favor mm-hmm. with God by being circumcised, the only way you're gonna do it, you ain't gonna do it by just getting circumcised. You're gonna do it by obeying every other regulation in the whole law of Moses. Yeah. So that means you have to do everything 
in the law of Moses. And that's where we all come up short. Yeah. None of us can do it all. That's why that's human effort. Um, it's human effort to even try to do it and you can't perfect it. So P Paul is letting you know that if you're going to go down that road of circumcision and thinking, oh, let me get circumcised. Let me do it. Well, you, you're going to start introducing and adopting those those regulations of the law. Remember, the, the law is not going to work for you unless you do all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't do that. Mm -hmm. None of us can. Right. Amen. All right. And so the only person who's ever done everything right was Christ. That's right. The rest of us have come up short. So the old way is, is uh, trusting in human effort. Mm -hmm. And human effort disappoints you. Every time. Every time. <laughs> so that's not going to get you to where you're trying to go just, yeah. by, just by human effort. Yeah. The second thing I want to tell you what, that the old way is, is... Um, for others, it's mm -hmm. worshiping false gods. Mm -hmm. For others, it's worshiping false gods. Um, Galatians 4, 8 says this. Before you Gentiles knew God, you were slaves to so-called gods that do not even exist. <laughs> you hear what Paul's telling the, the churches in Galatians? He says, uh, you, when, when you didn't even know God, you were captured you was in bondage mm -hmm. to some things you called God but was not God at all in Amen. fact it, in fact it didn't even exist let me give you some examples of what that might be materialism yeah uh, uh, worshiping material things money possessions mm -hmm. uh, power and he says you were slaves to these things um, prestige being educated slaves to it or anything other than the one true God. You were slaves to anything other than the one true God when you didn't know God, he tells them. Yeah. And he says, these things don't have divine qualities, but we treat them like they do. Right. And some of those things are good. Like, you know, they have an education, right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But They're not negative thing. They're just not God. Amen. All right. Amen. It's in fact, it's, it's good to have, you know, money to take care of your family and all that. But your money is not God. Mm -hmm. And so don't put your trust in it. Don't trust it with your eternity. Don't trust it with the 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 quality, the happiness in life, the internal joy that we're all seeking. Yeah. They're not God. Those things will disappoint you. You know, um, some of the pope, people who are have the most material things in the world, um, they're not happy because there's something missing because those things are not God. And so that's the old way, mm -hmm. worshiping these things. And I want to encourage you not to treat these things like they're God. Just treat them like they are. They just they just things that I can use <laughs> to do God's will. That's what they are. But they, they in and of themselves are not God. So Paul told them that was your old way, he says to the Galatians. So in the first point about human effort, he was talking to those um, followers of those people of God, the, the Jewish folks, that that, that their old way, which was the law of Moses, mm -hmm. it didn't work. <laughs> it, that's the old way. And he's mm -hmm. saying to the folks who weren't part of the Jewish, uh, the children of Israel and their family, um, other folks, as the rest of us who are Gentiles, um, our old way didn't work either. Materialism and prestige and power and 
the so-called guys that we call God, that didn't work either. Hmm. That's the old way. So we got another question to ask. I'll write this down. Why doesn't the old way work? Why doesn't the old way work? Mm-hmm. Why is it I can have a, you know, I can be a trillionaire and it don't work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. God has a, something to say about that. Yeah. All right. And I want to give you a few things and reasons why it doesn't work. Number one, it doesn't make us right with God. It doesn't make us right with God. And nothing, absolutely nothing in the world for us is more important than being right with God. Right with the creator of all of the universe, of the universe. There's nothing more important than being right with him. And having, being in right standing with him, having a right relationship with him, there's nothing more important than that. Yeah. And Paul says here in Galatians 2, 15 and 16, and he's, uh, this is the time that he had to, we talked about this last week, when he had to confront Peter about his hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And this is part of that dialogue he had with Peter. So he's saying here in Galatians 2, 15 and 16, you and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like Gentiles. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. not by obeying the law. So Paul makes this very clear to, yeah. clear to, to Peter, and, and Peter knew, he, and Paul acknowledged that Peter knew. Mm-hmm. He says, we're both Jews by birth, um, and we, we are very familiar with the law. We was raised in it. He says, but we know that that in and of itself don't make us right with God. Amen. We know that it's faith in Jesus Christ that truly makes us right with God. Amen. So that old way doesn't work, Peter. And he was ch- ch- um, challenging Peter and rebuking him for trying to go back to the old way. Yeah. And we covered that last week. Yeah. It don't work, Pete. It don't work, Pete. <laughs> it don't work. All right. The second uh, reason that it doesn't work is it doesn't give new life. It doesn't give new life. See, we weren't satisfied with the old life because something was missing. So we were, we're longing for a new life. Every single one, every single person has that longing because mm-hmm. the old life didn't, doesn't work. And so it doesn't, give, it doesn't give new life the old way. Galatians 3, 21 says, if the law could give us new life, we could, we could be made right with God by obeying it. Hmm. Paul just simply says, if it could do it, we could be right with God by obeying it. Mm -hmm. But it can't do it. It can't do it because it don't have the power to do it. And secondly, we can't obey it anyway. And so Paul says that old way, and speaking of the law, doesn't work. The law represents the old way, particularly for the children of Israel. And it didn't work. All right. And here's the third reason why the old way doesn't work. It is weak and worthless. It is weak and worthless. Um, This speaks primarily to the rest of us who are not Jewish or did not have the law. Um, And our old way is weak and worthless. Mm -hmm. Galatians 4, 9 says this. So now that you know God, Or should I say, now that God knows you, 
Why do you want to go back again and become slaves once more to the weak and useless spiritual principles of this world? Wow. Paul says, why do you want to go back to those weak and useless stuff? All those principles, spiritual principles of this world. Amen. So what I want to do today is um, um, give you some some things that we have to let go of. Write this down. Uh, aspects of the old way we must l let go. Mm -hmm. Aspects of the old way we must let go. Number one, old attitudes. Mm -hmm. Old attitudes. How we used to think. How we used to think. How we used to think. Yeah. Galatians 3, 23 and 25 says, Before the way of faith in Christ was available to us, mm -hmm. we were placed under guard by the law. We were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. Let me put it another way. The law was, it was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian. You see, we had ways of thinking mm -hmm. that, we, that we used to believe protected us. Yeah. Those things that you guys mentioned, I'm not going to walk under the ladder because it's going to protect me. I'm not going to step on the crack. I'm just going to protect my mama's back. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm going to cross my fingers. I'm going to knock on wood. I'm going to do all those things. We were doing all this stuff under the guise that it's going to protect us. Yeah. And we've learned that those things doesn't work. Yeah. So my question is, why are we still at times have a propensity to do them? Have a propensity to start to knock on the wood or even knock on the wood. Yeah. Have a propensity to cross the fingers. Yeah. Sometimes it's just been a habit. And a, you've learned it as a child and yes. you continue to do it. Yeah. And avoid the crack and the cat. You know, <laughs> just, I mean, really, it's really gotten into our system. Yeah. And we have to purge ourselves of these things. So we got to get rid of these old attitudes. Mm -hmm. You got to get rid of them. Yeah. And I remember um, I, I used to believe uh, what people said concerning why I couldn't get along with certain people. They said it was because of, of, of my astrology sign oh. <laughs> that I couldn't get along with people. Uh, they said, yeah, yeah, I see. I was a lion and they told me that two lions don't get along. I was Leo, you know, right. I was Leo yeah. lion <laughs> and um, I had trouble. They said. The two lions don't get along. No, that's why y'all don't get along. You two lions. <laughs> All right. And then I, I used to sing that song that the the, the that group came out called Float On. Some of y'all old for old heads. Y'all remember that song called Float On? And they sung about the, the you know, the guy said, Cancer, my name is Larry. <laughs> you know, I like everything and everybody. Y'all remember that song? You know, and then they, I used to sing that song and throw my name in. I said, Leo, and my name is Robbie. <laughs> yeah, I used to sing that. And because I was buying into that idea about the, my astrology sign. Mm -hmm. And that's useless and wasn't worth it either. I was, I was living in error. 
I was ascribing to a worthless attitude about my life and relationships. And the truth is, I didn't get along with other so-called Leos, not because we were both Leos. That ain't what we said. The Bible don't agree with that. Look what the Bible says here in James 4, um, chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. It says this. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? I'm going to let that sit with you a little bit. Okay. (laughs) He says, what's causing the quarrels and the fights? Okay. It's coming from evil desires within you. Mm. That's where it's coming from. It ain't coming from the stars. Mm. The fact that you was born, you were Sagittarius or Taurus or Libra. That ain't where it's coming from. Or because you, well, what they say, you're on the cusp. That's why you, you, you had part this and part that. Yeah. The day that you were born. That's you know? right. That's <laughs> right. No, no. The Bible says something totally different. The Bible says, no, it's coming from your evil desires. Mm-hmm. And it reads on in verse two. Um, it says, you want what you don't have. Hmm. <laughs> so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have. Mm -hmm. Be honest with yourself. Be honest. Come on now. And it goes on. But you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Mm -hmm. Yet you do. You don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Yeah. See, we've been living out these old worthless uh, spiritual practices and stuff. And haven't included God into the equation mm-hmm. and haven't asked God for what it is that we're looking for and wanting inside. And then so we are fighting on the outside with other folks mm-hmm. um, trying to get what we want. We are arguing and debating with folks at the core of it because we didn't get what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I know that might hurt. You might say, oh, yeah, you know, you might not <laughs> want to feel that. But don't don't. I'm just a messenger. I'm telling you what the scripture's saying. Amen. The scripture is telling us what causes the quarrels and the fights among us. Amen. Is evil desires within mm-hmm. us. You have not because you ask not. And you have not because you ask not. James Virgin. <laughs> yes. And you have not because you ask not. But now, now I live as a Christian. Now I hope on, not float on. <laughs> That's what I do. I hope on now. Oh, I, oh, I, I, Christ Jesus is the center of my hope in life. Amen. My character is becoming more like his. Mm-hmm. The fictitious Leo the lion doesn't dictate who I am anymore. Yeah. I'm a Christian, a child of God. Amen. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we got to get rid of old attitudes. Amen. Look what Galatians 5 2 says. Paul says, Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision mm-hmm. to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read that again because I want this to sit in with you. And you can substitute circumcision here for some other thing. And I'm going to read a few things in here for you just so you can feel it. Listen, I am Paul. I tell you this. If you are counting, that's a mental thinking thing. Counting. It happens in your mind. It happens in your attitude. If you are counting on circumcision, if you are counting on fingers crossed, if you are counting on astrology sign, if you are counting on on uh, your, uh, the money in your 
a bank account, if you are counting on um, your rabbit's foot, if you are counting on the knock on the wood, mm -hmm. um, I'm telling you this, that ain't going to make you right with God. And then Christ will be of no benefit to you. Mm -hmm. Even if you're counting on the numbers? Even if you're counting on the, the numbers. numbers. <laughs> even if you're counting on the lotto numbers, then Christ is of no benefit yeah. to you. Mm -hmm. That not not be your attitude. Amen. I trust being in God. Christ is the solution to our sin debt. Mm -hmm. Christ is the solution Amen. to those evil desires within us that causes us quarrels. Mm -hmm. He's the solution. He's the solution to our sin debt. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so if I'm if I uh, if I don't depend on Christ to pay my sin debt, mm -hmm. it's like having a gazillion dollars and thinking and believing it won't pay off my house. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> That's what it's like. If you're trying, if you're not depending on Christ to pay your sin debt, it's as if somebody gave you a gazillion dollars and you still got a house note. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense. Would mm -hmm. it would make any sense. Look what Colossians two eight says. It says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. So the text is telling us, don't let these empty philosophies, even though they sound good, but it's nonsense yeah. and it's coming from the spiritual powers of this world. Mm -hmm. We need to get our um, principles, our practices, our beliefs from Christ. Mm -hmm. That's who we need to put our trust in. Amen. So we got to get rid of our old attitudes. The yeah. second thing that we got to let go is old affections. Write that down. Old affections. The way we used to feel. Mm. The way we used to feel. Galatians 1.10 says this. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. This is Paul talking. Mm-hmm says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Amen. You hear what Paul's saying? Amen. If I'm a people pleaser, then I'm not a servant of Christ. Amen. Yeah, so we, we have to make a decision. Who Are we going to serve Christ or are we going to please people? Amen. Right? Am I going to be caught up? in the feelings of others and making them feel right mm -hmm. or will I just please God <clears throat> Galatians 2:12 says uh, when he first arrived this is week this is what we covered last week too this is his um, he's talking about Paul is talking about his encounter with Peter and he is Peter he said when he first arrived he ate with the Gentile believers mm -hmm. who were not circumcised but afterward, when some friends of James came, yeah. friends of James, people, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles anymore. Why? Because he wanted to please them. He mm. wanted to please people. Mm -hmm. He was afraid of criticism from these people who insisted on the necessities of circumcision. Mm -hmm. So Peter was afraid of being criticized by people who insisted on the old way. Yeah. Did you guys get that? <laughs> Yeah. Peter was afraid of being criticized by people who insisted that he did things the old way. And I, I got to I got to drive this home with you. 
because this is 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 going to happen if it ain't happened already. Mm -hmm. There are going to be people in your life who are going to insist to, upon you to do things the old way, hmm. the yeah. old way. They're going to put pressure on you to do it. They're going to tell you that's the way, wise thing to do. And girl, if they said that to me, this is what I do. Uh, you know, man, why you said you why you take that? Yeah. All kind of comments and everything. Mm -hmm. Folks might even take your hand. And since you don't want to knock on wood, grab your hand and make you <laughs> make you knock on the wood. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so caught up in these worthless philosophies. Right. And they're going to try to make you adhere to those philosophies. It's true. And we have to get rid of our old affections. Mm -hmm. We got to get rid of them. The old That's way true. we used to feel. I don't feel that way no more. And move on. And then the third and the last thing that I want to give you that we need to let go of is old activities. Old activity. The way we used to behave. The way we used to behave. Amen. Galatians 2.21 says this. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. Mm -hmm. For if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Yeah. I want to read that again. <clears throat> Paul says, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. For if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Mm -hmm. So Paul is declaring to us that if we live and act a certain kind of way, the old way, then we'll be treating God's grace, which he showed to us through Christ by sending him down to die for our sins, be buried and raised on the third day as if it's meaningless. Yeah. We are treating it as if Christ dying wasn't necessary if we adhere to the old activities, the old way. I don't know about you, but I don't want my life to be an example of that, that declares that Christ's death was meaningless. After all that he went through for me, I want to not practice the old thing. I want to behave like the new man that I am mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that I'll declare to the world that Christ's death for me was necessary. Amen. It was necessary. Yeah. It takes a level of maturity. Right? Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. And Paul was speaking about this from experience. He wasn't telling you what his mm -hmm. thoughts were mm -hmm. because Paul used to live in a way that was meaningless. Mm -hmm. He was speaking from experience when he was trying to persecute the church yeah. and he changed 180 degrees to preaching the church. Mm. He knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And then he says in Galatians 3:12, this way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. Mm -hmm. Paul is saying the way of the law and the way of faith are very different. Why is it that sometimes believers in Christ are trying to mold the way of the law or the old way with the way of faith when they are very different? Yeah. It's like night and day. 
Paul is declaring. It's like night and day. Why would you bring together a way that didn't bring life to a way that is giving you life? You are actually introducing death into your scenario. Right. You're adding death into it, not life. And that's what Paul is saying, that the old way is very different from the new way of faith. And so I want to challenge you to walk in the new way of faith in Christ Jesus. And we'll talk more about that next week. So hopefully you'll come back and join us. But I want to challenge you here to live a life that declares that the old way doesn't work. And you do that best by walking in the new way. The, the, the old attitudes don't work. The old affections I need to get rid of. And the old activities I need to get rid of. I need to let them go so I can walk in this newness. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. It ain't love if, if, if everything's always good. That, you, cannot, you cannot rightly categorize that as love if it hasn't been tested. If it hasn't been tested to deal with and overcome the bad because true love covers a multitude of sin. The Bible tells us that. Amen. And if you say you're loving and you haven't had to cover somebody's sin, uh, uh, I would question, I'll put a big question mark on that love. Put a big question mark on it. Thank you for listening.